should have carried some of it over onto this here. Uh-oh. Bloopers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the blooper reel. Uh-oh. We got Terry talking. <laughs> We're talking uh-oh. about the uh-oh. hot dogs at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. If only McDonald's had hot dogs again like they used to back in the 60s or whatever it was. <laughs> Long time ago. Anyway, it's now. So let's get started. That sounds funny. You can send us an email at the TSF. Now that's funny. That's right, everybody. This is the podcast that sounds funny. This is the week of August 29th, 2023. We are in season three, and we're up to show 44, and we are on episode 147. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me today are... Uh, what's my name? Oh, yeah, Terry. <laughs> Feeling crazy, Jill. <laughs> wow, wild and crazy. <laughs> Well, we'd like to open up our show with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? What are you so excited about? What's the matter with you? It could be something that's happening lately, funny family life story, reading, watching, doing, etc., etc. I've been, I've been looking for more shows to watch on our, on this program. We have a webpage, Sam, that we. And I was looking through, and I was like, I saw a movie, and I go, I don't know if I want to download it or not. I actually walked out of it in the movie theater when it came out. Um, The Barbie movie. Moulin Moulin Rouge. Uh, But it's out there on SamNet. Is that that Disney movie? No. It's got Nicole Kidman in there. It's about a prostitute in Louisiana or something. Oh. Um, back at the turn of the century or something. I don't know. So it could be a Disney movie <laughs> <laughs> these days. <laughs> but also along with it was the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, it's cool. now audio described. So maybe it'll make more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then I was looking at another one. I go, I had to reread the title to this movie a couple of times because I was going through the lesson and it said F farted on on Mars. And I'm like, farted on Mars? Farting on fi- Mars. Fired, fired on Mars. I go, oh, fired on Mars. Okay. <laughs> I said farted on Mars. Well, if a lot of people would fart on Mars and build up the <laughs> methane levels, the atmosphere might come back. <laughs> yeah. And so. I've been watching the uh, uh, American Horror uh, Show, whatever. That's been pretty interesting. Hmm. The old season one and two came out before. It says it came out after the pandemic and 21 and 22. But yet every episode, it has like eight episodes in each season. And each one is a different story. And then you can download it. Right next to it, it's got season 9, 10, and 11, which says they take place before the pandemic. 
And I'm like, how could 9, 10, and 11 take place before 2020? Like Star and Wars. The other ones are, yeah, it goes backwards. And, but yet, in 9, 10, and 11, it's like the whole season is like the one show. That's like they stretch the one show out yeah, for one 10 story. episodes. Yeah. You know, hmm. a 10-hour-long show. To, 10 hours long to tell the story of this one. So, and it's like, mm-hmm. So I but guess the is, la- later ones are a flashback, huh? Uh, they, uh, they're this season eleven is really stupid that I'm into right now. But right. one was about a one was about oh what was the first one? Then like season nine was like they, these kids go and become camp counselors at like Friday the thirteenth style of the summer camp. And there was a serial killers running around. Some guy running around killing people, and Richard Ramirez running around killing people at this camp. And then, uh, see, the next one is about a family who the dad is a actually played by Macaulay Culkin, but he's a writer, and his wife is a designer, and their daughter plays the violin. And they move out east of Massachusetts, where they live in a town full of vampires. <laughs> and, and then it's so realistic. Yeah. <laughs> and season eleven, as far as I can tell, is about a bunch of gay people in San Francisco or somewhere. Oh, wonderful! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's just really weird. It's number eleven. It's like, well, can't does Jill have a update? I do. I was talking to one of my daughters yesterday. I can say her name because she was actually on our podcast a couple, well, it was in July, I guess. But I was talking to Megan on the phone, and she was on her way to a Bible study last night. This was just last night, Monday. And so uh, she's driving along. She was going to a different church that she doesn't usually go to, and she says, In Kansas? Yeah, in Kansas. She goes, I just seen something I've never seen before. There were two camels. <laughs> <laughs> and I wondered if she took a wrong turn and ended up in the <laughs> Middle East <laughs> or if somebody was riding these camels. They were bearing on. gifts or on their way yes. to Christmas. <laughs> did she? Maybe they took a she, wrong turn. <laughs> did she look under her car to see if the witch's feet were sticking out? <laughs> Could have been sucked up in a tornado and... And then she's seen an unusual thing, which I don't think we have around here in Illinois, but there was a Dollar General with a gas station. She missed the sign to see if it was a dollar a gallon or $2. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Dollar General, everything used to be, well, like a dollar. That's a dollar dollar tree. Yeah, but Dollar General, Dollar General used to, most of their stuff was one, two, three, four. Oh. So, they... so when you pump gas, you, you, it only pumps up one dollar worth at a time, and you get, <laughs> Maybe. It, you get it in a quart jar. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a pint jar. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was kind of interesting. I thought maybe she was in the twilight zone or something. She was seeing things we've never seen before in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the only thing I had to really talk about is we have a particular grandson in our house who. Uh, seems like to be in trouble at school. So he's suspended, but that's not what I want to talk about. He uh, is actually going to be going, doing some online schooling whenever they, they arrange for him to jumpstart that again. 
but he over the weekend acquired a puppy. Hmm. So we now have yeah. a, a puppy in the house along with a kitty cat in the house. And uh, there was the other day. When you say else, acquired it, did he like steal it? He got <laughs> he, his his dad had had some puppies and he he got one of his. Oh. Puppies. <laughs> All right. mm-hmm. At least that's the way I recall it going down. But the other day, someone says, "Hey, where's he at?" Because uh, he would, apparently either doctor appointment or he 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 now has a job too. And I'm like, "Well, I know he's suspended at school, but maybe he's not really suspended. Maybe it's maternity leave." <laughs> Our boy. Yeah. And Rob's like, "Don't say that." I'm like, "Because he had a puppy." <laughs> yeah, a puppy. He's got, he's got to nurse that puppy, take care of that puppy. I mean, it's, it's actually old enough. It's been weaned and it's potty trained and stuff. Um, but anyway, I, I accused him of, of being on maternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> not a lot. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> but uh, as we proceed, it would be time for some random stuff. Blithering bumpkin. If we can cross. Just a minute. I thought I heard someone move around the next room. Yes, you're right, Mike. There's someone here. Random stuff. Yeah. Need to randomly spin a wheel. Three. Oh, it's holiday. Guess the year. Uh, guess the year. Guess the holiday. How about that? Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to <laughs> Yeah, we haven't oh, had a holiday in a means, while, so. <laughs> I have to, excuse me, I'm coughing a lot. Uh, i got to blow the dust off my holiday folder here, it looks like. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Well... If it's one, because you need to count it, and we start with today, next you know, week, would, seven would be next Monday. Um, and today, what we say today was the 29th, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. 29th, here we go. It's according to Hoyle Day. Resetting our, our list. Now, do you know what that means, according to Hoyle? No, who's Hoyle? Oh, the deck of cards. Yeah, deck of cards guy. And uh, it used to be a common uh, phrase amongst people who played cards. According to Hoyle, because if you were playing you know, rummy or poker and someone had a dispute about the rules of the card game, they would put out a rule book by rules according to Hoyle, and it would tell oh. you how to play the, you know, the cards. So that's, that's how that came about. Don't huh. know why I know that. It's happened to know that. <laughs> okay, then we have the founding of the Senate. This Individual Rights Day. Uh, so, besides founding of the Senate, we have individual rights. All righty. Mm-hmm. Uh, International Day Against Nuclear Tests. Oh. <laughs> so, don't eat no nuclear food. You won't have no nuclear problems, I guess. <laughs> All right. It is. 
literacy and numeracy week. I know what literacy is. I didn't know there was such a thing as numeracy. It must be numbers. Know how to read numbers, I guess. Yeah. Is that a nine or a six? I don't know. <laughs> is that a zero or a, the letter O? <laughs> is that a zero or an eight? Is that a one or a seven? Um, yeah. At first, I thought it said Liberace, but it's you know, literacy. Uh, more herbs and less salt day. So eat your veggies. Eat, yeah. eat herbs, eat some dill, eat some cumin, eat some rosemary. Yeah, salt's Save not good salt. for you. You're supposed to try seasoning with other things because salt makes you have high cholesterol. Raises your blood pressure. Yeah, and they say it's not real as, as bad as they used to say, but still, you don't want to have too much. Yeah. It is National Chop Suey Day. Terry likes chop suey. <laughs> Go out to Chinese for lunch today, I guess. That's some chop suey. <laughs> Uh, it is National Heroes of the Philippines Day. Oh, they have heroes over there? <laughs> um, it's a his civic historical holiday. Now, I don't know if it means heroes of you know, Filipino nationality or people who served in the Philippines like during World War II. Oh, okay. But I'm not sure which, or, or maybe it's both. I don't know. Uh, it's National Lemon Juice Day. Lemon juice. <laughs> Sip on some lemon juice, pucker up. Yeah. Look <laughs> face on your face today. Wow. And then charge a dollar a kiss, I guess. But you know what? It's also National Uprising Day. So <gasps> while you're walking around, I'll pucker it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's William Levy's birthday, whoever the heck he is. Newton Pittman's birthday. Again, don't know who he is. John Locke. I think he was a theologian back in the 1600s or something. I don't know. Hmm. I thought sports. maybe he invented locks. <laughs> yeah, I think it's L-A-C-H or something like oh. that. Oh. Uh, but anyway, it's National Sports Day. Uh, summer Bank Holiday, if you're in England or Wales. Uh and that's the holidays of the day. Well, a lot of birthdays in there, people I don't know. And yeah, I wonder how you get them your name put in there. Maybe we need to call somebody and see if we can get ours in there. Yeah, <laughs> you might have to be famous for something. Oh, I don't know them people, they can't be famous. <laughs> uh, I think one of them was a rock singer, uh, John Locke. Let me see if it says about him. And uh, it just says birthday, mm -hmm. Newton Pittman. The voice actor. I don't ah. know what cartoons he voice acted for. Uh, let's see, William Levy. Oh, come on. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, there's our holidays of the week. Why? Is Terry ready now? But he ain't even alive. Uh, for news. <laughs> sure. That doesn't sound funny. Time for news. I have a, a funny news story of sorts. Goes along with Jill's opening comment. What I say? <laughs> um, goats, of all things, visit car dealerships in Kansas. Oh. oh. 
Not camel. You don't, huh? you don't see that every day. <laughs> or camel. Tired of walking them goats. Them camels should have been Maybe. searching for a van. <laughs> Maybe they were there with the camels at the car dealership. They two car dealerships called the police to report escape goats on their lots. I guess they were just checking out the cars to see what they wanted to buy. Oh, um, did some car shopping, and and it's even <laughs> in Wichita, Kansas. Wow, everything happens in Wichita. Let me I'm get the name of the camels on the loose, goats on the loose. I have to ask her and see if it's been on their news. <laughs> they That's were funny. Both of the car dealers were were visited by scapegoats. Uh, scapegoats. Uh, <laughs> the, the GTO was called a goat back in the day. The muscle car. Yeah. The mid-state auto sales. Doug Schmidt. The owner, he had trouble believing his eyes when he looked outside and saw goats just standing there, just freaking me out. <laughs> There's been dogs on my lot before, he said. And yeah, you would expect that, dogs. KTV, he told him. I saw a goat. Meh. <laughs> yeah. And well, luckily, they went headbutting the cars, causing damage. The police came and captured the goats. And ICT Auto. They don't know how to spell city there, apparently. ICT. Yeah, what? I guess not. Uh, <laughs> that's a funny name, though. ITC. Or, or maybe they don't know how to spell iced tea. They left the E out of the middle there. <laughs> but mid-state auto sales. What happened to the goat? Nobody knows. <laughs> they have a sticker price here. Somebody bought it. <laughs> it doesn't say if they released it into the wild. <laughs> Uh, Along with a couple camels. <laughs> well, it was the greatest of all times. <laughs> well, you've heard the story of the hot rod race that fatal day when the Ford and the Mercury went out to play. Well, this is the inside story, and I'm here to say I was a kid that was driving that Model A. <laughs> I got one about fishing. I do fishing stories because I think they're fun. But this one guy had a bird steal his catch. Oh. It happened in Harper Cove, Maryland. An animal, animal control officer was called <laughs> to rescue this bird. Because it had caught this guy's hook is what it got in its beak. So it seems like he actually caught the hook Bird. instead of the fish. Hmm. It said it was a <laughs> double-breasted corn cornerin, cormoran, some kind of bird. 
Yeah. The guy went like fishing it. and caught a bird. Yeah. Someone gave him the bird. <laughs> the the, the fish gave him that. the bird. The fish did it. I I can see that casting your line and getting putting a bird, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the fish said, you can't catch you. I'm going to give you the bird. Tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> this bird uh, was very feisty, they said, and wasn't very friendly when they were trying to rescue it, so I think I would have just left it alone, but if they wouldn't have saved it, it could have died from swallowing this hook, which circle of life. So who knows? Yeah. But people are happy that the angler called for assistance because saving birds, you know, we have those bird people that like to watch bird watchers, watch all the different exotic birds. and Yeah. And, you know, the bird might have been angry because it probably didn't feel very good having a hook stuck in it. Right. <laughs> it was probably in more in pain and probably angry. I'm sure. I'm sure. Right. Angry birds. That's what's wrong with them birds. No. It's got a Lincoln motor and it's really souped up, but that Model A body makes it look like a pub. It's got 12 cylinders, uses them all with an overdrive that just won't stall. It's got a four barrel carbon dual exhaust, four 11 gears, so can really get lost. It's got safety tubes, and I'm not scared. The brakes are good, and the tires are fair. Well, left San Pedro late one night, the moon and the stars were shining bright, everything went fine up the grapevine hill, we was passing cars like they were standing still. Well, I'm going to do a story that Terry mentioned last week, but never did, and I had it on my list to do, but never did, because I thought Terry was going to do it last week. <laughs> so I'm going to do it now. Okay. An Arizona woman discovers a snake in the worst possible place in her home. <laughs> and we alluded to it, there's probably people anticipating, waiting for this. But if you're like this Arizona woman after coming home on a four-day trip uh, and don't find a surprise like she did as you sit on your toilet, <laughs> um, she took a video of it. The video went viral. Um, of course, there's a lot more to the story. I'll, I'll keep it short. But she, uh, the first thought thing was a fake snake. She found out that it was indeed a rattlesnake, and she called the uh, nature people, and they came and they got it, and they released it and she was happy the snake was happy and then she could drop her own snake i guess how in the world would a snake get in your toilet it's a rattlesnake it's not like rattlesnakes are going to crawl through the sewer right uh, they like i thought hot and dry i don't know how it would have gotten water like that well you know a couple things is she, she was gone for four days so probably the water was relatively clean not like she left a dirty toilet bowl yeah and probably, maybe it's snake, room temperature warm probably just got into the house because from wherever and you know snakes they do like water i mean they do you know bask on the rock in the hot sun but they do like water too and even a, a snake like a rattler who is not a water snake they still it was probably comfortable cool water after a hot day basking on a hot rock you know <laughs> <laughs> probably you know some toilets are like by a bathroom window Oh, and it man. could have came in from the window. And yeah, there's down into it. any number of ways it possibly could have gotten in. But the important thing is she was surprised. And Surprise! <laughs> it's a good thing she noticed she, it before she sat down. She might have got bit I on know. the bottom. <laughs> then, it, then it would have been like in that movie uh, um, with City the cowboys. Slickers. and City, City Slickers. slickers. Yeah, Suck the poison but... out. Suck the poison out. <laughs> All of 
a sudden, like a flick of an eye, a Cadillac sedan had passed us by. A remark was made, there's a car for me, but by then the taillights are all you could see. Well, the fellas ripped me for being behind, so I started to make that Lincoln unwind. I took my foot off the gas, man alive, I shoved it down into overdrive. I have a world record story. A man uses his forehead to break the record of smashing walnuts. Oh, my. Be careful there, Terry Walnut. (laughs) His new screen name on Zoom. And he smashed 273 walnuts in one minute. Wow. Yeah, really. That could cause a headache or concussion. (laughs) Did he have any Tylenol, I wonder? (laughs) Wow. He beat his rival. And talk about beating your head against a wall. He was a he was a martial artist from India. And you know, nutcrackers would have been so much easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His yeah. name? That sounded like it said Muffin Kumar. <laughs> His name is Hammerhead. <laughs> yeah, that's what Kumar. That name sounds familiar. I wonder if his name in his friend was Harold. <laughs> it's probably a fairly common Middle Eastern name, I'm sure. Harold, Harold and, Kumar. and Kumar. There's a movie Smash about them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harold and Kumar went to McDonald's, wasn't it? Or something funny. He was White Castle, 20, maybe. 27 years old. They were probably wanting to use the walnut shells to put ketchup in when they went to White Castle. Uh they were uh, raw common walnuts. Hmm. I, I guess they're just like you know English walnuts is usually your typical kind. I mean, you wouldn't be able to do it with a black walnut. <laughs> <laughs> Over in India, they have their own serial record breaker. Like we have David Rush. They have Muhammad Rashim. He was the one. He broke a hundred and seventy three. And this guy, um, Kumar, um, beat his record. Thought maybe it was and David so, Rush that he beat. He, he must have a bigger forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. Then they, oh, the two men went head to head to break the record. <laughs> oh, there we go. Head to head against Hammerhead. To break nuts <laughs> with your head. <laughs> it's like I wonder if they just put their head there and they let their wives smack them in the back of the head with a skillet or something. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, the condition well, the skillet, they used to hammer. We'll see that Come to on, condition their to head. To condition, to, go. to condition their head, their wife beats them with the skillet on the forehead. Oh. Makes your forehead nice and flat. It gets some calluses <laughs> built up. <laughs> well, I wound it up to 110, twist the speedometer cable off the end. I had my foot feet clear to the floor, so that's all there is, and there ain't no more. Went around a corner and I passed a truck, I whispered a prayer, just for luck. Fenders clicking, a guardrail post, the guys beside me were white as gold. I guess they thought I'd lost my sense, the telephone poles looked like a picket fence. They said, slow down, I see spots, the lines in the road just look like dots. <laughs> 
boy in Minnesota catches a, well, what he thought was going to be a fish, but it was a wallet. Oh. Was yeah. it an eel skin wallet? <laughs> I don't know if it was, it was a, a shark skin, skin wallet. <laughs> and it was not a catch and release uh, wallet. It was actually <laughs> stuffed full of $2,000. Who would All think right. $2,000? I, uh, I don't that, know. That, that, that's a keeper. <laughs> yeah. It says a farmer had been fishing in the area the year before a farmer from Ohio and he had dropped his wallet expecting to never see it again and like I said I don't know why you would have that much money on you while you're fishing just you have much tackle like cost right Girl, I guess. <laughs> he, he, he had it to go to the tackle the bait store and buy a fish hook <laughs> <laughs> he was fishing at lake on the woods in minnesota when he caught this and it says the farmer actually drove when well there was a card a business card in the wallet and that's what helped them find this farmer and the boy did the right thing and returned the wallet to the man and he drove all the way to get it and then he offered him a reward but the boy wouldn't take it so he gave him a personalized cooler and took his family out to dinner. All right. So his and the, boy and they had fish. They, they had yeah. a fillet of fish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they went to McDonald's and got a fillet of fish. <laughs> I, oh, it was Iowa, not Ohio farmer. I think uh. I said Ohio. Smoke was rolling out in the back when I started gaining that Cadillac. I knew I could catch him and hoped I could pass, but when I did, I'd be short on gas. Now, this one might be a follow-up story to Terry's opening story. Willie, the Texas rodeo goat, on the lamb for weeks, <laughs> has been found safe. In a car he dealership. Had, he found him at a car dealer in, in Wichita. Yeah. And he, he had a friend with him. Uh, actually, in Houston, Willie the Rodeo Goat uh, has lassoed the hearts in a small town in uh, South, uh, South County in Texas after she escaped from the rodeo arena. The elusive goat had been hiding in sugarcane and cornfields, avoiding capture in Willison County, about 300 miles south of Houston. They had been searching for the goat by uh, SUVs, by drone, on horses. <clears throat> but they finally, uh, excuse me, let's have a sore throat today. Um, but they had donated. Uh, local businesses donated prizes uh, totaled nine thousand dollars altogether, including brisket, bales of hay, beef jerky, all to be given to whoever found the goat. Um, <laughs> Ricardo Willis, I I I, didn't have to go far to find the goat. He and some friends found him in his backyard, <laughs> about one mile from where she escaped. Uh, the 16-year-old high school junior, junior uh, had been fixing animal stalls on the 10-acre family farm when there was a willy sighting, and of course they found the goat. Now, 10 acres, I'm sure our listeners might not know, but if you imagine grandma and grandpa's uh, 
uh, field they used to farm. That's, yeah. That was a 10-acre field. Yeah, but our listeners may not know that. <laughs> yeah, they, w- they wouldn't know that unless they're or, or related to us and happen to have been there. Yeah. Um, but just some reference for you guys. So it, it wasn't a huge plot of land, but it was big enough. Uh, big maybe, enough. maybe like a two or three block area. Yeah, if you had a, a really big size block, like a city block, maybe that would be, might be 10 acres or so. Yeah. Um, a city block or several small town blocks because small yeah, towns it, blocks aren't that big as a city block. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, a teenage boy, 16 years old, found a goat and apparently it was only about a mile. I, I don't know how they figured it got to 300 miles away. <laughs> if they found it within a mile of where it got lost, but anyway. Went around a corner with the tires on the side, you could feel the tension. Man, what a ride. I said, hold on, I got a license to fly and a Cadillac pulled over. Let me go by. And all of a sudden, the rod started knocking, went down on a dip and started rocking. I look at my mirror and the red light was blinking. Cops was after my hot rod Lincoln. Back on yeah. Terry to wrap us up here. Hmm. Uh, we lost Terry. No, he's there. He's chasing no. the goat. I'm going to do this story Um, a a teen on roller skates breaks a world record for flipping over people oh flipping (laughs) huh not just jumping but flipping over (laughs) you can take that headline a couple different ways you she was she on was, roller skates with a big hamburger spatch. She, she was on roller skates, skates and she flipped off the roller skates to land on the <laughs> roller skates again. Uh, um, a 15-year-old flipped over 12 people and successfully landed, breaking a Guinness record. Nia, Pick, Nia Peterson first strapped on roller skates at the age of 11 and she was at a skate park and a friend of hers laid on the ground and said hey flip over me and she Uh. did it in a skate park and she flipped over the guy and you know jumped and you know did a flip I guess and went over him and and uh, she successfully did her trick and then it just grew from there to where she said hey somebody else get over here lay down the yeah, roller skating yeah. version of evil can evil <laughs> the or last maybe whenever guy, I dumped over kids on a bike <laughs> yeah. the last guy probably wore a cup I don't know <laughs> yeah lots of protection <laughs> she first practice where she would land flip and land in a foam pit (laughs) for her protection and then she took baby steps until she could land the flip she had her siblings lay there and she flipped over them until she had enough (laughs) built up to where she could jump over how many did you say and so you know, I, she... I was thinking skateboard because I was thinking you know she could have people stand up with their legs you know, spread apart. She could have the skateboard go under them while she flipped over them. 
but I guess she was on, on roller skates, so the skates would have stayed on her feet, so she could then have the people lay down or squat down or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were laying down on the ground and uh, jumped over them. I, I, I don't know. I get. I assume she. I would hope that she had some sort of ramp. I don't know. <laughs> I think your ramp would say, help. Did it say how many people she jumped over? Yeah, twelve. I missed twelve. Okay. Well, twelve for the record so far. But I'm just saying, she probably hit the first guy with her skate and stubbed her toe and flipped up in the air and went over the rest <laughs> of them. Yeah. Yeah. She, she tumbled over them. Yeah, <laughs> did like a cartwheel or something. <laughs> well, See, we is... had a lot of stories about teenagers today it seems like so is it, it, typically let's say a person is about a foot and a half maybe two foot wide i'm gonna say a foot and a half uh that means times 12 that's 12 18 feet wow and she she first went after she did it successfully with one she went for the record of 10 people, and when she did that, then they, she wanted to go for this another attempt at where she jumped over, I believe, 12 people. And... I wonder if she asked for volunteers from the audience, who would like to lay out here? <laughs> who wants to be the 12th person? <laughs> I might accidentally land on you. If you're one or two, you're safe, but who wants to be that 12th person? <laughs> Number 12, who wants to be 13? Uh, lucky 13. 113. Uh, like an auctioneer. <laughs> Get her some people. Uh, get the skinny people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, lay on your sides instead of your back. The way you're a little narrower. <laughs> you're only about a foot deep instead of two foot. Yeah. Hopefully she they practiced a... over mannequins or something, though, before she started asking people to, <laughs> well, to lay down. I don't know, because roller skidding, you wouldn't be moving particularly fast. And if you did a flip, you would maybe just land on them like, you know, Lay on your on your back or side or something, so it yeah. wouldn't be like landing on them with a bicycle or a motorcycle or something. You'd only be, you know, have the weight of the person, you know. Yeah, that's true. So it wouldn't be like a horrific thing to have a evil Knievel style breakup. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. Well, how he survived as long as he did. He Try was always breaking bones. Little motorcycle, motor, motorized little roller skates. <laughs> Yes. Sorry. You, you get towed behind a motorcycle to gain some speed and hit the ramp. Whoosh. Well, there's some people I bet can skate pretty fast. They have them speed skaters. Oh, yeah. Well, that or you have big ramps to go down. And, yeah. You know, yeah. And if she was at a skate park, she could probably get some momentum up, like, you know, doing the tubes on the skate park and stuff. Yeah. That's my skater story there. <laughs> Well, they arrested me and put me in jail. I called my pop to go my bail. He said, son, you're going to drive me to drink and you don't quit driving that hot rod Lincoln. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. But now it's time for some interesting words of the week. By golly, I think you're right. Would you like to learn a little Japanese? Call me back when you're sober. 
Or would you rather try to guess these logos? Um, let's try Japanese. Let's. Just learn. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Japanese words are fun. I'm sure you won't know what some of them are, but our first one. Our first one is Wabi Sabi. W A B I S A B I. Wabi Sabi. They're just fun to say words, I think. That's that's like when you see a cute girl walking down the street, you go Wabi Fabi. Oh, Wabi Sabi. She's a Wabi Fabi. Wow. I have to ask Chris. He's. He might not, but he knows some Japanese words. That's a good one. Well, wabi, wabi. Wabi, sabi. They wiggle when they walk, and it's fabulous. <laughs> I'm sticking with that idea. Okay, well, I don't know where Terry went. Do you got any ideas? He wabi, fabi. He He's must on have had to mute himself. He's on the toilet but... wabi, fabiing. Wabi-sabi <laughs> means accepting imperfections as a part of life. Oh, okay. So, so I don't, don't be offended. People are just imperfect. Yes. <laughs> Our next word is koino yakin. And you spell it K-O-I-N-O-Y-O-K-A. Koino. Koino yaka. Yaka. Koino yaka. When you try to put a coin in the vending machine, it gets returned. Uh, (laughs) It rejects your coin. Koino yaka. No, Yaka, that's a bad coin. Don't like that one. It's all dirty. It's all crusty. Koino <laughs> Yaka. This word here, it means to fall in love at first sight. Oh, okay. So it's kind of wabi fabi. Yeah. <laughs> some of these I don't even know if I'm pronouncing them right I'm just saying them the way the phone said it so they might just need have, the code again to get in the door if we I'm have any again. Japanese listeners out there they'll probably laughing at the, our pronunciation of these words chop yeah. suey oh I know that, that one that, that's because we're wabi fabi we're imperfect that's the way life yes. is <laughs> Who is? Let's see. Here it comes. Sundoku. And it's oh, TS. A, it's that puzzle. In a game. Puzzle. It's a, the game is like a grid nine by nine, and there you get you know numbers one through nine, or you have nine objects. No, something of Sudoku. Okay, never mind. Sunduku, oh, this is cheap wine, a cheap whiskey. You, you, you like buy the gallon? It's like 
the rot gut stuff, it'll really blow your socks off. <laughs> it's well, one of those two. I'm sticking with one of those two. <laughs> well, uh, any ideas? Know. No ideas about Sundoku, and it's not the game. So you. Then it's whiskey. It's, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Now, this means to buy books, never read them, and just let them stack up. Oh. Why in the world would they have a word for like, that? I like a lot no of preachers idea. I know. You go to a convention, they'll buy a ton of books, they stack on a bookshelf and just sit there. Just makes them look like they've read all those. Makes them look intelligent, I guess. Yeah, it, it, you, you stock up your your library shelf and you never read them. Look at all these books I have. I'm smart. They've never <laughs> been read. Yeah. <laughs> Our next word is baketo, B-O-K-E-T-T-O, baketo. I know what it is. I know what it is. What? What? That's Pinocchio's dad. Oh, that Um, was Geppetto. Geppetto. (laughs) Baketo is the sound Japanese chickens make. Baketo. Baketo. (laughs) Good guesses. Good guesses. But it means to gaze off, like we're like when we're daydreaming, just to oh, okay. gaze off in your own little Gazing world. off towards the sunset. Looking at the chickens saying, Bacchetto, Bacchetto. Yeah, looking at the school classroom with the birds out in the lawn or something. <laughs> Our next word is a zappa. O Z A P P A. There's two P's. O Zappa. It's Frank Zappa's Irish family's name. (laughs) So Frank Zappa, he's from Ireland, so it's Frank O Zappa. It's it's electricity. You get zap, 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 zap myself. This word here, it means, it actually said to be chill, like Matthew McConaughey, always under control. Oh, cool, laid back. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. right. You always say, oh, Zappa. (laughs) All right. Like, don't sweat the small stuff, kind of. Our next word is Ikege. And you spell it I K I G A. 
Oh, there's an eye at the end. It's not like you're laughing. Like like your Popeye and you're laughing. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's Popeye laughing. I'm sticking with that. <laughs> this word here it means it's your reason for getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, full bladder. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go I pee. Gotta go pee. <laughs> Maybe gay means go potty or go to the bathroom. Yeah. I gotta go pee. That's what, it means. <laughs> that's what I get out of bed in the morning, that's for sure. <laughs> Our next word is kidor. It's K K U I D A O R. Oh, E at the end. Kedora. 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 You're kedoring me. That's, you're joking with me. Stop kidding. <laughs> Kedora <laughs> the Explorer. Kedora the Explorer. Yeah. Konnichiwa. I don't know. That's another Japanese word. I know that means hello. But Kedora means if you like to eat out, Terry, but you don't like to see the bill at the end of the meal. Terry. Terry. (laughs) (laughs) So next time... Terry goes eat Chinese. You can remember Kedora. I like to eat, don't like to bill. Yes. <laughs> Me no pay you. <laughs> and our next word is Kagarishi. K O G A. R A S H I Kagarishi. Kagarishi. Oh. Do not know. Godzilla's coming. Ah! <laughs> Run! <laughs> Kagarishi. Emergency. Everyone to get from the street. Yeah. I was getting them ready to make a Godzilla reference on that one too. <laughs> Kagarshi. This word here actually means the first cold wind of winter. Oh. When the weather starts to change. Huh? Yeah, that's when Frosty comes around, isn't it? The snowman, the first cold breeze of winter. Yeah. Tracking season for deer season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, suck a summer. <laughs> suck a summer. Oh, suck a, suck a water. O T S O 
suck you a a r <laughs> e oh suck you what oh suck it don't even sound right it's the way the phone said well, it though it's a t s sound it's o t s I think you're throwing in some of them army words. <laughs> a sucker summer is how it's saying it. Or sucker summer. Or sucker summer. A sucker farmer. Or sucker summer. Suck your thumb. Suck your thumb. Sukiyama. It's like a song or something, but a Japanese song. Sukiyama. <laughs> Yamaha. Fujimoto. You guys, <laughs> you guys are so funny, but you're really doing it. Because this word means doing hard work. You're really working hard to figure this word out. <laughs> yeah. So you're... Going down so... the coal mine. Going down, down. <laughs> To have done hard work, you guys tried so hard to get that word figured out. Oh, yeah, we were sukumama in it all over the place. <laughs> Another word is majime, M A J. I M E Majime 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 Maybe, yeah. <laughs> All the girls have those. Pajamas? Oh. <laughs> the, the pajamas, you mean? That kind of <laughs> Majami. Majami. The there we go. That's maybe Majamis. how you say it. <laughs> it's Majamis. like a nightgown, sure. <laughs> this uh, word I, I'm I'm trying to get it back in the clean zone, so I'm trying to do pajamas. <laughs> Machami, this word we should all have one of these. It's my it, jammies. This word means a friend that will always be there for you. Oh, okay. That's your jammy, your jimmy. <laughs> well, and Terry's version still might work. A friend that would always be there for him, but um, <laughs> I don't want to repeat that line of thought, so I'll leave it laying there.
That was the last word, you and your majamis. <laughs> wow. So if all of our majamis are, had fun with that. Ted Dick, don't start asking a lot of silly questions. You better run along now. Come back tomorrow and Lom will tell you all about it. This one. Yeah, we'll see you later, Cedric. Proud you're back, Mr. Lom. Well, thank you, Cedric. So long. So long. We can take our pajamas and go into some top ten lists. Yeah, maybe it'll be more English top ten. Cerebral activity. Oh, <laughs> thinking to you. His turn, top ten. Top ten. Wow. <laughs> I just uh, thought that'd be fun for a week. They popped up in my email Japanese words. We've had lots of other English. Yeah, and... Japanese I know extremely little about. <laughs> wasn't you in japan once though when you was in the marines i was in okinawa for six months and about two months of it i spent at mount fuji so you should have heard some of these words <laughs> and i spent a weekend in tokyo aka brokyo because it is so stinking expensive there oh wow are you ready terry Uno, dos, one two tres cuatro I have a top ten. Oop, not that one. Uh, ten bizarre and unpredictable ways careers have ended. Oh. Don't touch that. Don't hit podcast. the red button. Ah! <laughs> uh, released. Uh, Top 10 list here. Number 10. Is BJ Tyler NBA career was ended due to an ice pack. An ice pack? Yeah. In the NBA basketball, right? He yeah. He signed a six million dollar contract with the Toronto Rafters. And he didn't have an injury, but his foot was a little swollen and he put an ice pack on it on the ankle, but he fell asleep. And the ice pack froze his foot off. <laughs> they only well, hopped on the basketball court. It uh caused you know caused the damage to where um and then he couldn't play. Give himself huh. frostbite or something. Yeah, because they can't do that if you leave them on too long. So he lost his job over frostbite of the foot. 
it caused permanent nerve damage to his ankle, which oh. ruined his ability to play basketball adequately. He lost his rhythm. Um, number nine. Howard the Duck. Howard it the ended. Duck. Yeah. It ended the careers. More than one person's career. The movie was such a bomb that Leah Thompson, her career tanked, and the producer never made another movie. And the president of the company quit. Oh, I thought that was a good movie. Actually, I like that movie. It was just weird that you had this life-size duck who had a had a crush on on this you know, woman, but other than that, other than that weird relationship, it was a good, I thought it was a fun movie. <laughs> you think that's weird? Have you ever seen Ted? Ted was a teddy bear size teddy bear, and he fell in love with a woman, and then got married. I think. Hmm. Like, who wants to marry a teddy bear? And they had some little teddy cubs. Yeah, <laughs> that's where Beanie Babies come from. <laughs> but, but see, Howard the Duck was from a comic book. The same people who did the Teenage Ninja Turtles. It oh. was supposed to be like an adult comic, or they're you know gruff characters and smoking cigars and that kind of a thing. Oh. Kind of more of an adult adult humor. But I, I thought I, I liked that movie. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Perry, <laughs> did we lose him? Uh, no, I'm here. Oh, um, number eight, John McTiernan was a director who directed the movie Die Hard. Oh. Um, he he contemplated for a long time whether a, it was a Christmas movie or not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It, it, it was ha- taking place. It happened during Christmas, Christmas but it yeah. was not right. a Christmas movie. Right, I'm like, yeah, you know, it was a Christmas party. <laughs> you can take a play. But but that's the but, extent of the Christmas theme. It wasn't about Santa saves the day or something. The Christmas spirit. I mean, there's people who argue either way, but to me, it's like, no, it was just you know, the thriller. It was fun, but it. But his fun. his career was ended because he wiretapped other producers to get uh, insight on some of their movies oh. and that ended his career but he had some shady business dealings in the movie production I guess huh? A model from a plastic surgery named Mimi. Mimi. And then the plastic surgeon ruined her life. 
<laughs> she put her nose on upside down. <laughs> <laughs> he gave well, her an elephant nose. I guess. I don't know. I didn't record much on that one, but plastic surgery ruined her life. Well, I, that's, I can see if you're a model and your plastic surgeon botches it, even a small right. scar could really mess up your career. Yeah. Yeah. Number six. Colonel Sanders ended he his ended law the career, career of many chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders ended his law career by fighting in court. I thought that's what lawyers <laughs> did. <laughs> well, he got uh, into a fist fight in court. Though. That could be different. <laughs> Colonel Sanders in court, shot a man yeah. for he had a gun covering up, in court. covering up one of his advertisements. But during his earlier career as a lawyer, he got a lot to a lot of fist fights in the course room. Hmm. So he, he had an anger management problem, so he left the law uh, career to kill chickens. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll kill somebody. <laughs> I'm gonna kill chickens. Yeah. Beat up them chickens. That's how they were tenderized. Yeah. Instead of chopping off their heads, he shot off their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Larry Bird ended his career by building a driveway for his mom. A driveway? Why would uh, I end his career? Explain yourself. Well, <laughs> during his basketball career, he was helping his mom build a driveway. When he injured his back, do, bus, you know, doing the concrete, oh, okay. it hurt his back, and it ended his basketball he career. Pulled the he should have had tendon. enough money. He could have paid somebody to do it. <laughs> I know. Uh, Number four. Jean-Claude Van Damme. He turned down a three-movie deal, which ended his career. Huh. Oh. It was worth $12 million. He turned it down. Hmm. He wanted $20 million. Oh, and they how said, dare they? <laughs> they said, nope. And that ended his career. He did some good movies, but um, anyway. I uh, He just thought he was too <laughs> self-important. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Alan Carr. Uh, he produced the Oscars 
1989 and never worked in Hollywood again. The Oscars killed his career. (laughs) It was the worst opening show segment in history. (laughs) I was thinking Oscar the Grouch, but that that works too. (laughs) He used... Oh, where'd it go? He is he used a bunch of unknown actors to portray Snow White and uh, other characters without well, Disney's permission. Like like Disney's gonna do now using un- unknown actors to redo Snow White and it's gonna be Snow Brown and, and the not dwarves. <laughs> yeah, Disney's got ready to shoot their self in the foot with that too. <laughs> yeah. And Disney sued him and he never worked again. Yeah, Disney is really protective of their intellectual property. They will come after you. Number two. Justin Thacko. Not Schultz, but. (laughs) Justin Thacko. Is his middle name Toe? Justin Tobacco. <laughs> uh, Justin Sacco. He was fired over a tweet. Like Donald Trump is going to court over a tweet and a phone call and having his lawyers do their job. <laughs> of course, that could be a subjective to opinion. So. <laughs> It said it said Justin. Well, I guess Justin could be a girl because it says it's a girl. Justine. She, I don't know. She was boarding a plane going to Africa, and say so said was said, quoted as saying she's white. She hopes she doesn't get AIDS. Oh. And, so it's kind of a racist, uh, phobic of some kind of uh, remark. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever you know, again, you know, like that first Japanese word. People have imperfections. You have you have the right to be imperfect. And people may not have to like it, but people should have the right to express themselves. Yeah, whether they're right or wrong. <laughs> right. But hey, if uh, you do, you might lose your career. Yeah. Number one. Composer Robert Schumann ruined his career with a homemade invention that ruined his career. He used a cigar box with springs to help him do finger exercises to help him play the piano better. But it had the opposite effect, (laughs) you know. And he was never able to play the piano again. Uh, wow. And he could only compose music. Huh. But you, you know, in the, the 1940s, I forget what year, but Gracie Allen, the wife of George Burns, uh, famously made a concert tour playing the One Finger Concerto. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one note. 
the way it worked is she did have an orchestra playing, and when it came time to play her note, bink, she'd play her note. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe she did one finger on each key, you know, and no. just her one key. If you think of like a, like the anvil chorus, da 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 da, da. Uh, whenever you got to da da dink. She just when it's time to play her one note, she played that one note. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that she used one finger salute to to to, to conduct an orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a baton. What's she doing with that bird? Yeah, I'm as nervous as a kitten. But you can't blame me. This is the first time I've ever worn this dress. <laughs> well, go ahead, Paul. I'm ready.
list there. Well, oh, that was we, different. I've had better ones. I've had better ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it was okay. Thank you, Ken, for a very sweet compliment. Oh, and thanks for the lovely flowers you sent. I suppose they prove you really mean the nice things you say, huh? Now, wait a minute. Close your eyes. Why? I want this to be a surprise. Let me take your hand. Uh, no tricks, now. Mm. Um, but it's now time to transition into um, our anchor topic. And uh, this week, our anchor topic is on living skills. Um, and uh, I do, well, don't really have a list per se, but I, I, heard of, I had a note here. Where'd it go? Do, do, do. Uh, living skills would be do, 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 uh, kitchen organization, housekeeping, home adaptations. Any of those areas ring a bell you want to talk about? Or huh. living skills, you know, putting on your shoes. We've talked about matching socks before. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of things a person can do uh, and not be able to see what you're doing. Oh. Um, uh, Those are my thoughts, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so to to move on from that thought, I, we're gonna, huh? I, I went to the, the dentist the other day back on uh, the 23rd and they I they I was sitting in the chair and they put the little bib on me and then they go here put these glasses on you know and I'm like well that's okay I'm blind I, the bright light's not going to hurt my eyes you know and we left out of the dentist's office and we got in the car and we're driving home and I go, ooh, I forgot their sunglasses, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still had the glasses on my face, you know. And my wife's like, those are safety glasses. And I go, oh, okay. Because they had to, they kind of went over to the side of your eyes, you know. I don't know, it's not really living skills, but I'm just saying, it's like, oh, cool. I got me some glasses to uh, protect my vision, you know. So, and, but then I go, wait a minute. Well, if there are safety are, glasses, they may have had a clear lens. That wouldn't be exactly. Safe. I said, are these sunglasses? She said, no. I go, oh, well, I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. I go, yeah. I can't tell. You know, I can't tell what color they are. Of 
part of the living skills. You know, I didn't know they weren't sunglasses. I just assumed they were sunglasses. And when she oh. said safety glasses, it still didn't click in my head that the lenses are clear. And I'm like, are these things dark? Can you see my eyes? He's like, no, those are clear. There's safety glasses. I told so, you. So oh. you, you could be left to imagine that they were dark. And so you'd be make, <laughs> yeah. making faces at people crossing your eyes at them. Like, what is this <laughs> problem? What are you doing that for? <laughs> I was like, well, I can't tell. I didn't have my colorino to tell me what color they are. I just, you know, I Maybe it's something that were... you were supposed to keep, or they would have noticed you would think and asked you to give them back yeah. before you. When left. I'm walking out there, yeah. Yes. Well, don't yeah. worry, we'll call you when it's time for your next appointment. You can go on out and leave when you're done. Bring our okay. glasses back when you come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking the out there. Like, go wear them back, and I would want to give you another pair. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I still got them on. Can I take them off yet? <laughs> Living it up with my cool shades on. <laughs> Again, uh, a funny story of awkward moments when you don't know, people don't know the things that happen when you're blind. Come here. Close your eyes and tease Peppy. How else do you think I can do it? Oh, well, come in. You don't have to stand out there where all the neighbors can see you. But we yeah, will uh, move into our email. Do we have an e email? Our email this week. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Hi there, that sounds funny, crew. My neighbor is a jewelry store owner, and after his jewelry store was robbed five times in a week by the same robber, the police asked him if he could give a description of this robber. Yeah, said my neighbor. He's about five feet, nine inches tall. He has sandy blonde hair and was dressed a little nicer each time he came and robbed my store. <laughs> From Dudley Bottoms, who thought it, Texas? Is that a real town? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I can't try and get this. W H O apostrophe S. Oh, whose thought? Oh, who who thought it? I was having trouble getting it to understand it correctly. But who thought it? Texas. It is a real town. I haven't looked it up to see where it's at, but anyway, there is our email of the week. Come on, Ben. This might be what we're looking for. Oh, come on, fat boy. I'm really in the groove. So it'd be time to move into some final thoughts. Here's our final thoughts. Why did the moon skip dinner? Because it was full. <laughs> well, my first one here is going to be the difference between a numerator and a denominator is a short line. Yeah. Someone bet me I couldn't write a pun, a pun about tobacco. Well, put this in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> How 
did the couple afford to buy their trip to Hawaii on layaway? <laughs> Those flower days, you could buy a lot of them. <laughs> All the machinery at a Burger King is put together very de delicately. It's royally screwed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Put together by the king himself, I guess. <laughs> oh. What do you call an Asian guy who you only see once in a while? Occasional Lee. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Why did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer? He just couldn't see himself working there. <laughs> I love everybody. Some people I like to be around. Others I like to avoid. And some I would like to punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, did you hear about the Chinese chef who died after eating his own cooking. It was recorded as a rare case of chop suey side. <laughs> well, we're on an Asian kick today, it looks like. Japan, <laughs> Chinese people. Uh, what did the tortilla chip say to the cheese? It's not your business. <laughs> That's a twist on that one. Yeah. Have you ever had an awkward moment, moment when a zombie was looking for brains and he walked right past you? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a compliment or, or not something else? <laughs> Brain-free zone. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't remember how to write the numbers 1, 1,000, 51, 6, and 500 in Roman numerals. I am livid. <laughs> the Roman numeral joke. I am L-I-V-I-D. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who has a job watching flying sausage. He's a very clumsy waiter. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. <laughs> if a woman speaks and nobody answers her, her name is probably Mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It would seem that way. <laughs> Did you hear about the church that relocated across town? It had an organ transplant. <laughs> <laughs> Which princess won the race? Rapunzel by a hair. <laughs> by a long hair. <laughs> 
Never ask Google for medical advice. I went from having a headache to clinically dead in only three clicks. Everybody says it, but nobody means it. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, my local movie theater is cracking down on bringing in outside snacks, but that's okay. I have a few Twix up my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> you wascoey wabbit. <laughs> my mom was a radiologist. My dad was a patient going in for an x-ray. I just don't know what she saw in him. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> but skin and bones. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to push all your buttons. I was just looking for mute. <laughs> <laughs> mute. <laughs> Words of mute. <laughs> What do you call a sad fish? A frounder. <laughs> sad fish. <laughs> what did the baby mosquito say to his mama after his first flight? Mama, mama, did you see? They were all clapping at me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can't dance to save my life, but if I step in dog poop, I can moonwalk better than Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's some good moonwalking, especially if you're barefooted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bumped into a beautiful woman while I was out. She asked for my phone number. Then she asked for my insurance company information. <laughs> the wrong kind of bumping. This one doesn't have anything to do with Jill's joke, but... What's brown and hairy and wears sunglasses? A coconut on vacation. <laughs> All righty. Or that poop I stepped into Michael moon dance like Michael Jackson. Uh, some people are like clouds. When they disappear, it's a better day. <laughs> Things are more sunny all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> well, my wife is furious at our next door neighbor who sunbathes topless in the backyard. Personally, I'm on a fence. Oh, boy. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> uh, I ordered a chicken and an egg on the internet. I'll let you know. Yeah, which one comes first? <laughs> well, I don't have any more. You guys take it away. <laughs> What do you what do you call a British person that doesn't have an umbrella? Wet, 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 <laughs> or uh, or hard to find. <laughs> oh.
Well, that's plenty of thoughts for the yeah. for one sitting. How do you like it? Well, confidentially, Junior. McGee, it does not. That is the last insult I'll take from you, Mr. Boynton. Uh, well, that means it's the time of the show where we like to uh, sign off. This is your host, Keith, saying signing off. See you next week. When you're out and about, tell a friend about us. That's how we grow our listenership the most. Leave us a rating review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit our homepage at thatsoundsfunny.com. Leave us an email, uh, ask us a question so we can have a better anchor topic for you. And if you have your own funny family life story, let us know about that as well. So with all that, we are out of here and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. T-S-F at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny.